0: Hi, and welcome back to Weekly Dev Tips. I'm your host, Steve Smith, a.k.a. Dallas. This is episode 57 on the Dependency Inversion Principle. This week's tip is brought to you by devbetter.com. If you need to level up your career, or if you are looking for a mentor, or the support of some motivated, tech-savvy peers, check out devbetter.com. It's a group coaching program I started last year. We meet weekly for group Q&A sessions, and we have an ongoing Slack community in which we chat the rest of the week. Check it out at devbetter.com if you're interested. All right, so now we have reached the end, and in my opinion, the most important of, the SOLID principles that we started talking about a few episodes ago. The D in SOLID stands for Dependency Inversion. The Dependency Inversion Principle, or DIP for short, has a longer definition than most of the other principles, and it's often conflated with the coding technique Dependency Injection, or DI. The principle states that high-level modules should not depend on low-level modules. Both should depend on abstractions, which would be interfaces or abstract types. And further, it goes on to say abstractions should not depend on details, but rather details, or in this case concrete implementations, should depend on abstractions. So let's look quickly at each of these two parts. The first part talks about high-level and low-level modules. The level of a module, has to do with how near or far away it is from some kind of I.O. device. That could be the user interface, or it could be a local file or a database server. Low-level modules deal directly with these kinds of I.O. devices or destinations. High-level modules don't know about or deal with specific kinds of I.O. These are going to be things like business logic classes and behavior that models how your system works at a high level. You know, how the behavior works, how the workflow goes, what the validation rules are on a customer, or things like that. In many systems that don't use abstractions, high-level modules depend directly on low-level modules, or the high-level logic is mixed in with low-level concerns in the same modules. Both of these approaches violate the dependency inversion principle. Instead, these methods should communicate with one another using abstractions like c or Java interfaces. Both kinds of modules would depend on a common interface, typically with the low-level module implementing the interface and the high-level module calling it. So in this case, I'm talking more about a low-level class or type implementing the interface and the high-level class calling it. The second part of the dependency inversion principle suggests that abstractions, typically interfaces, should not depend on details. So an example of this would be if you had an interface for fetching information about a customer. One approach, if you were pulling that information out of a database, would be to write the interface so that it returned a SQL data reader as its return type. Inside of that SQL data reader would be the record and the information about the customer. Unfortunately, though, this exposes the details of how that data is stored or how it's retrieved, since you would only use a SQL data reader to fetch data from a SQL server database. One benefit of following the dependency inversion principle is modularity. You could change that interface to return a simple list of customer type, and that list of customer could come from any number of different storage locations, whether databases or files or in-memory stores or even web APIs. So the benefit of not depending on the details in your interface is that you have multiple different ways that you could implement that interface. So that covers how abstractions should not depend on details, but what about that last bit that says that details should not depend on abstractions? That's talking about your low-level classes that actually communicate with I.O. or other infrastructure concerns. These should depend on your interfaces by implementing them. If you're building a system composed of multiple projects, it can be extremely difficult to follow the dependency inversion principle if you don't structure your project dependencies appropriately. This means ensuring that your abstractions, your interfaces, live in a project alongside your business model entities and that your implementation details live in a separate project that references this one. I have a GitHub repository and a solution template called Clean Architecture, and you can use this as a starting point for new ASP.NET Core applications that need to follow solid principles and use the Clean Architecture. You'll find a link to it in the show notes, or you can just Google our Dallas Clean Architecture and you'll find it as one of the top hits. One key benefit of Clean Architecture that the dependency inversion principle enables is that your business model has no dependencies on external infrastructure concerns. These dependencies are a huge part of why legacy code bases are often difficult or impossible to write unit tests for. By keeping these dependencies separate and in their own project that other projects do not depend upon, it makes it much easier to unit test the most important part of your application, its business domain model. I talk more about this in my DDD Fundamentals class, that's Domain-Driven Design, Fundamentals, which is a course I did with Julie Lerman on Pluralsight, if you'd like to see this in action. There's a full sample application that goes along with it, so you can see how the different projects interact with one another and how those dependencies flow. You can also check out the free eShop on Web reference application that I built for Microsoft and its companion book, Architecting Modern Web Applications with ASP.NET Core and Microsoft Azure. It's a PDF that you can download for free off the project's website. That's it for this week, and that's it for the solid principles. If you want to hear more from me, go to ardelliscom tips, sign up for a free tip in your inbox every Wednesday, and also check me out on twitch.tv where I'm usually streaming on Fridays at noon Eastern time. I actually just finished streaming this podcast as I was recording it. Thanks for subscribing to Weekly Dev Tips, and I'll see you next week with another great developer tip.